Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. This is a recording of Rabbi Avi Havivi's weekly Sidur class. So I'm reminding you that we're going to skip the next two weeks, Erev Erev Pesach and Cholomoy Pesach, and then resume after Pesach. And uh, today we said we would talk about Yalev Yavo, a topical topic, Inyano Shel Yom, because this is something we said on Rosh Chodesh last uh, Thursday, and we're going to say through Cholomoy. So I'm in the Sim Shalom, page 114, the Slim, page 41, although you can find it in various places. And of course, Yalev Yavo, the same paragraph is added both in all of our Amidas on these occasions and also in Birkat HaMazon, in the grace after meals. It's the same prayer that's added. Um, Page 114 at the bottom of the Sim, page 41 of the Slim. By the way, just to look ahead, uh, why we add a prayer, we add this paragraph, on Rosh Chodesh and pilgrimage festivals, what other liturgical thing change do we make only on Rosh Chodesh and liturgical festivals? Sorry, I said liturgical. I didn't mean that. I meant pilgrimage festivals, Pesach, Shavuot, and Sukkot. So what other thing do we do on Rosh Chodesh and pilgrimage festivals? We add a whole other section. Yeah, Hallel, which we also do on Hanukkah. And what else do we add? Musaf, which we also add on Shabbat. So this is said basically on um, non-Shabbat days when Musaf is recited. It's not tied directly to Hallel because on Hanukkah um, uh, we say Hallel, right? But we don't add Yalev Yavo. But on the pilgrimage festivals and Rosh Chodesh, all of which are Musaf days, we add this. So this is a special prayer added for festivals and Rosh Chodesh. Um, and we always refer to it as Ya'alev Yavo. Why do we refer to it as Ya'alev Yavo as opposed to referring it to it as Eloheinu Velohei Avoteinu? That's kind of a practical answer. Why do you think? If I refer to it as Eloheinu Velohei Avoteinu, would you be certain you knew what I referred to? Is this the only prayer that starts Eloheinu Velohei Avoteinu? There's zillions of prayers that start Eloheinu Velhavoteinu. All sorts of supplications that are uh, added, right, post-Talmudically. So there are things in Slichot. There are all kinds of things. So referring to a prayer as Eloheinu Velhavoteinu would not be super-duper identifying. I mean, we actually have another one in the Amida, just a couple of pages later, right? Barcheinu Babracha Hamshuleshet Batorah, the threefold priestly blessing. So we can't say to people, remember to add Eloheinu Velhavoteinu, because they wouldn't know what you were talking about. So in traditional literature, this is referred to as Yalev Yavo. It would be as if we called the coming week's Torah portion Vaidaber. Because right? <laughs> it starts Vaidaber Hashem El Moshe Lemur. Lots of things start Vaidaber Hashem El Moshe Lemur. So it's not very identifying. So we call it Tzav, the first different word af- that comes after that. Right. By the way, the reason we do, however, call Vaikra Vaikra is because there are very few things that start Vaikra El Moshe. That's actually a unique beginning, right? But Vaidaber Hashem El Moshe Lemor is like every other paragraph in the Chumash, so you wouldn't call the Parsha Vaidaber. 
So it's the same practical reason, not a theological reason, just a practical reason why this is referred to as Yalev Yavo. Okay? Here we go. God and God of our ancestors. Yalev Yavo v'yagiyav v'yarev v'yaratzev v'yishamav v'yipaked v'yizacher. How many was that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight sort of synonyms. We'll talk about what they mean. It It's may something be seen, may it be accepted, may it be heard, may it be noticed, may it be remembered. Uh, uh, I think I missed a couple, sorry. May it go up, may it arrive, may it arrive, may it go up, may it come, may it arrive, may it be seen, may be it accepted, may, be it, may it be heard, may it be noticed, may it be remembered. That's eight, okay? But I haven't yet said what should be received or remembered. I haven't given a uh, subject for the it. Zichronenu ufiktonenu, our um, memory, not meaning our memory in our head, but the memory of us and the noticing of us. Leaf code means to notice or take account of, right? The remembering of us and the accounting of us. So vizichronavotenu and the memory of our ancestors and the memory of Mashiach ben David Avdecha, your servant, the Messiah, House of David, and Zichron Yishlein Rekoshecha, and the memory of Jerusalem, your holy city, and Zichron Kolam Chabe Israel, the memory of your whole people, Israel. So, may the memory and the noticing of all these things come before. That's all we've said so far. Although we had a list of things that we want to have be noticed and remembered. And we had a list of verbs about coming up and being before and, and accepted and da, da, da. Okay. But we have not yet said remembered or noticed by who or where or for what. Okay. So it'd be as if in English, I was saying something like, please notice, remember, and pay attention to uh, remembering me and my ancestors and the Holy City and all the people of Israel. But I haven't yet gotten to the punchline of like, who am I talking to? Right. Or remembered how. So it's a it's a very long sentence till we get to Lifanecha before you talking to God. So. God, God of our ancestors, please, I'm in, I'm in, I'm inserting a please, which doesn't, it doesn't actually say please here. Um, may our memory and accounting and also the memory of all the people, Israel, our ancestors of the city, da, 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 come up and be noticed and be paid attention to and be accepted, et cetera, et cetera, before you. Okay. Leafleta. Litova. Now we have another heaping up of adjectives, uh, heaping up of rough synonyms. Lifleta, litova, lachain, lachesar, rachamim, lachaim, shalom. Sen of seven things I want for us to be noticed. So I'm going to simplify by getting rid of all the, I'm going to sim- simplify the sentence syntactically by getting rid of all the, pa- all the, um, parallels. So you can see the structure more easily. God, God of our ancestors. May our noticing or memory be paid attention before you, be noticed before you, be remembered before you, 
for what purpose or how, this would be, I guess, the adverbs, sort of, for saving and goodness and grace and loyalty or kindness and compassion for life and for peace. So what that means is, translated to simple English, which our translation doesn't simplifies it, but it does not really translate it, right? It means God, please, because I'm being polite, um, pay attention to us for purposes of salvation, peace, grace, compassion, mercy, etc. Okay? So that's a very roundabout way of saying, God, please pay attention to us, brackets, and give us compassion, mercy, peace. Or pay attention to us with compassion and mercy. Hey, that's the purpose of your paying attention to us. Don't pay attention to us and count my sins. Okay? Don't pay attention to us and, I don't know, lots of other things you could fill in the blank for. Pay attention to us with compassion and mercy. So long, 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 long sentence. We had three things that were synonymized, right? When I say synonyms, just like, you know, brachot, v'hoda'ot, you know, ha'el, ha'melech, ha'gadol, v'kadosh, right? The Sidur sometimes loves to be flowery and heap up synonyms, which sometimes kind of, you know, we get lost in that. That's not, that tends not to be our contemporary idiom literary style right we see it as sort of flowery and and why can't they just say it more simply and directly um but that's the the style of some passages in the sidur but to get to the core of it what it's saying is god pay attention to us and the adverbial phrase pay attention to us um compassionately okay hold on when biyom rosh hachodesh hazeh on this Rosh Chodesh, or this Chag HaMatzot, or this whatever Chag there is. By the way, why don't we have in this Sidur right here, right now, that I'm looking at, page 114 or page 41, why do we not have the third pilgrimage festival, Chag HaShavuot? Wouldn't we say Yalev Yavon Chag HaShavuot? Of course we would. So why is it not here? On a weekday. Because this is a weekday Sidur, so it's, this is for Cholomoed, and there is no Cholomoed Shavuot. It's one of those trick questions. Larry passed. Okay. So that's the end of the sentence. God, pay attention to us mercifully and also implied, you know, for peace and good stuff on this Rosh Chodesh or whatever. Period. That's the end of a sentence. That is one very long sentence. Next sentence. Larry, hold on to your question for a moment. Another request of God. Zochrenu, remember us, oh God, on Bo, Bo, Bo on it, and that refers to Rosh Biyom. Okay, so Bo refers to Biyom, the day. So remember us on it, on that, on this day, on the day. How Litova, right? Because sometimes we know God pays attention to us, and God notices that we're doing bad things. There could be a bad outcome, so we're saying. Please pay attention to us today for the good. And take notice of us on it, the day, for blessing. 
and sa- save us, protect us on it for life. That's the second sentence. Third sentence, I'm going to change the order. Have mercy and compassion on us and save us. Bidvar which is hard to translate, uh, technically with a word of salvation and compassion, or like the thing, according to the thing of salvation of compassion, the patient, depending on it means, because davar can mean word and can mean a thing. Why? Why should God do any of this? Why do we assume God is interested? Ki elecha eneinu, for our eyes are upon you. Sort of, or we're saying, hey, I'm turned to you. Ki el melech hanun v'rachum ata. I'm reminding Hashem of Hashem's essence and reputation, which is sort of a prosy, shorter, short version of the 13 attributes of mercy, right? God, you are a sovereign. What kind of sovereign are you? Arbitrary, harsh, judgmental. No, you are a sovereign who is chanun verachum, full of grace and full of compassion. Okay? So basically we're saying, and all of this again, of course, because it's the Amidah in the plural, not the singular. Hashem, take notice of us, us and all of Israel and Jerusalem uh, for good, for, for, for salvation. Sentence on this Rosh Chodesh, period. Second sentence, remember us for good and blessing. Third sentence, have mercy on us. Okay. Uh, with salvation and mercy, because we are, our eyes are on you, and you are um, a compassionate ruler. Three sentences. Sorry, the lighting is bad, and if I took a break to go and adjust it, it would um, take too much time, so I'm not going to do that. Um, okay, that's what Yalev Yavo means. We'll talk in a, in a few moments about why do we say it now in the Amida? So we'll get to that. But are there any questions about what I've gone over so far? Questions or comments about the text, the words, the sequence, the understanding of it? Uh, Larry. We have a question and then a couple of brief, I'll make brief comments. The question is, why did in Sim Shalom they choose to put in such a terrible and I think inaccurate translation? I never know about those things, you know, translation committees and what they decided. Show us your care and concern. Remember our ancestors. Uh, exalt life and well-being, contentment and peace. Grant us life and resting. Recall your promise. I don't know. Well, there's no. Oh, they translate Devar as promise here. That's interesting. I don't know if that's what it means, but that's an interpretation. I don't know. When you say bad, what do you mean, Larry? Well, first of all, they don't include the lists. Yes. The lists accurately. They assume that you, the English reader, that I can remember, they assume that you, the English reader, would find just reading a list of quasi-synonyms to be burdensome, and you'd get lost in the forest for the trees, and you wouldn't be able to see the point 
So they're simplifying. So all of a sudden they decide we're idiots. But, okay, I don't want to dwell on that. I actually think that I disagree with your translation a little bit because the beginning, <clears throat> yeah, it's not actually asking directly of God. <clears throat> it's may our memory come before you. Yeah, and I think that's very different because we okay. don't start requesting until we get to the Zohrainu. Okay. Uh, at the end. Yeah. And the, and the, the last brief thing that I'll say is. What, can I, I'm sorry, before you say the last, I just need to interrupt slightly. Um, sure. you're, you're technically <laughs> correct. So what it is, is a passive request. May our noticing, uh, may our being noticed. Everything's okay. Be, be, come before you. Right. So I, I am, <clears throat> I am retranslating that as active. May you notice this thing, but you're correct. Technically it is passive. May the notice and mention and memory of us be acceptable before you, to you. Yes. So I have a reason for thinking that that's important. Okay. Yep. And that reason is why are we doing this? And the connection is, and you mentioned the beginning, is recited and you said a million prayers, but one in particular. And that's the prayer that we say on Shabbat and Chagim that we add where we only have one bracha in the Amida as opposed to all the, how many would be, um, 19 minus 6, 13 brachot in the middle of the Amida on a weekday. And what we're saying is, hey, God, we recognize that even though this is Chol Hamoid, or even though this is Rosh Chodesh, maybe it really should be a holy day. What we want to say is we want to say the same prayer that we say on the holy day, and here it is. You should notice that we're doing this. Okay. But what the same prayer, what do you mean by that? The same prayer that we say on the holy day? The in the Amida on a, on Shabbat, in the Amida on, on holidays, yeah. we don't say thirteen brachot. Right. We actually have one bracha that says Elohim Avoteno. Exactly. And we, oh. that's how we start off and we say Rese- receiving Nukateno. Yeah. So we, it's almost as we're saying, we're not so sure which one we should be saying. We said okay. all the other ones already, but okay. now we're going to stick this one in too. Okay. I, I will, I will let your interpretation comment stand. Okay. Any other thoughts or questions about the wording, what it means? Cause then I want, <clears throat> I want to talk about why is it here and like, what is the sense of it in context? So this is in the middle of the 17th bracha which we refer to as Ritze, right? So because it's stuck in the middle of Ritze, it must have something to do with Ritze, right? The uh, um, A hint, of course, is that it has this aversion of this same word, the Ye Ratze is the same <clears throat> word as Ritze, to be acceptable. Okay, so in Ritze, what are we, at? not in not in Yalev Yavo, but in the regular Ritze, what are we asking God to do? If you don't remember, look back over it. We talked about this at some length when we talked about Ritze. What are we asking God to do? It's not a trick question. To to restore the temple and the temple worship. Uh, let's back up first. By the way, it doesn't actually say restore. So I'm going to quibble with you. What's the first thing we're asking God to, before we get to temple? God accept. 
The prayers. Prayer. And, I'm sorry, take it back, Diane. And restore the worship. And then we mention both. Okay, then, except their meaning, our prayer, utfilatam kabel baratzon. Ratzon is that same word as ritzay, means to accept, like, and by the way, accept really, ritzay is the sense of like, yes, yes, bring it to me, right? It means accept, you know, warmly and enthusiastic. It's like when someone gives you a gift and you say, ah, that's what ritzay is. It's sort of like you, you take it in with a very positive vibe. Not like, oh, I'll take that under advisement. You know, I get brought you a suggestion. Uh, let me think about that. I hear your suggestion. Let me think about that. That's not the tone of Ritze. The tone of Ritze is like, yeah, yeah, come to me. Bring it to me. Okay? So, accept our, na- our nation Israel, your nation Israel, and their prayer, and restore temple worship, and then accept both tefillah and avodah, which, of course, can mean either temple worship or prayer. Okay? So basically what we're saying is, um, in the context of the Amidah, and why is the 17th blessing here, we've been doing all of this praying, Hashem, except our prayers, and we hope there's an even better bonus, which is restoration of the temple service, and then you'll continue to accept both prayer and Avodah. Let's make it literary and say Avodah is temple worship. If you want to be literary, say like we said, please accept thing number one and restore thing number two, and then you will accept forever and ever thing number one and thing number two. Okay? Um, Tamid, always, forever. And then, as Diane said, the end of the Racha, and may we merit to see you coming back to Zion. Blessed are you, Hashem, who restores your Shechina to Zion, which is obviously an indirect request for rebuilding of the temple. Um, although it says it very literarily, it talks about the Shechina returning to Zion, okay, which is obviously indirectly about rebuilding of Jerusalem, restoration of temple, but it's kind of a poetic indirect way of saying that. So this is the prayer when we say to God, hey, all our prayers, please accept our prayers. Okay, so what Yalev Yavo seems to suggest in context is uh, it's basically, an, I would call it an amplification of Ritze, right? Where it says, um, and maybe it's because we're going to be saying extra prayers on Musaf days. That could be a reason. You know, you'd have to say, why did the group mind feel it necessary to expand the Amidah on these days? By the way, without this, then the weekday Amidah on Rosh Chodesh and on Cholomoed is like any other weekday Amidah. So what the group mind seems to be saying is, rather than, even though later on we're going to do something special, Musaf, rather than waiting till then to do something special to mark the day, Musaf, let's do something special now in our week, regular weekday Amidah to make it not be 100% regular weekday like any other regular weekday, but to actually add something special for the festival, okay? And it's an amplification of the prayer where we say, Hashem, accept our prayers, 
and it's a very flowery amplification, right? Except I uh, accept and may it, may it arrive and may it be received and may it be heard, right? The memories of, of uh, us and our ancestors and the Messiah, future Messiah and Jerusalem and the whole nation for goodness and graciousness and kindness and peace on this day. Pay attention. Remember us for good and be kind, gracious to us. Why? Because you are a gracious and compassionate sovereign. Okay. So it's essentially, I would suggest, an amplification and expansion of the idea of Ritzay. Right? Ritzay, we say, accept our prayers. And indirectly here, we're hinting at, oh, you know what? Today we say extra prayers. So I'm going to say extra to you, God, uh, for you to please accept our prayers. Accept and take notice and salvation and da 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 Okay? Um, pause. Any thoughts, questions, or comments about that? About the placement and the fitting? Does it sort of make sense? Not if it sorts of makes sense. Okay. By the way, Al-Hanisim isn't here because Al-Hanisim, which we say on Hanukkah, Purim, and nowadays on Yom Ma'ud, is thank you for the miracles. So we insert that in the thank you prayer, which is number 18, right? Modim, all right? So we have, you know, and Anenu, the fast day prayer, we insert, which is about supplication, we insert it in a paragraph that's more about supplication. So we have insertions for different days, and it's not just, oh, there's a blank here, and you can fill in the blank with any of the things. It's like, no, no, no. When we add an insertion, we want to add it in a place where it make where it sort of integrally makes sense. Um, by the way, in benching Birkat Hamazon, let's pause for a moment and think about where we add Yalev Yavo. Where do we add Yalev Yavo? Right before which which fixed prayer in the benching? It's saying for Shabbat. Yeah, but that's not fixed because that's only for Shabbat. So yeah. both Ritzay and Elohim of and Yalev Yavo are inserted where in the benching? Same, right? Uvne Yerushalayim. That's before that, right? Right. So that means it's part of that blessing. So first blessing is Hazanet Hakol. Thank you, God, for food. Second blessing is Al Ha'aretz Ve'Al Hamazon for the land and the food and the land and what grows from it. Third blessing is Uvnei Yerushalayim Irakodesh, rebuild Jerusalem. Okay. So the group mind decided, by the way, the fourth blessing is not originally part of Birkat Hamazon. It was added kind of later on, right? It's, um, has a complicated history. Um, so of those three blessings, you fed us, you gave us the land that grows food and rebuild Jerusalem. The group mind decided that the most logical place was in the rebuild Jerusalem prayer, right? So it's preface, it prefaces that Hashem, right here. I want you to hear these things. Hashem, hear our prayers, accept our prayers on this day. Remember us gracious and remember all of th- all these things, including Jerusalem, right? Uh, and be kind and gracious to us on this day. Uvne Yerushalayim ir hakodesh b'meiraviyamenu and rebuild Jerusalem speedily in our day. Baruch Hashem boneb rachamav Yerushalayim amen. Okay, who rebuilds Jerusalem? Boneb birachamav 
with his mercy, right? So we have another um, word link, linguistic link, okay? So the group mind decided that the Aleviavo should be included not only in the Amida, but also in Birkat HaMazon, and that was the blessing where it seemed to make um, the most sense. Notice, by the way, that context is totally different than the context of the Amida, right? Because in the Amida, we have a blessing for rebuilding Jerusalem, and they could have put it there, but they didn't. So in the Amida, the Alevi have always put in the context of hearing prayer, accepting our worship, okay? And in the benching, it is inserted in the context of rebuilding Jerusalem, right? So there's a slightly different context where it's inserted. Okay, I'm going to pause for any digestion, any thoughts about that? Question, comment. Yalaviyavo. Remember to add Yalaviyavo. Okay. Now you'll know you, now you know why we add Yalaviyavo. And this goes back as far as we know to, you know, way back times, you know, Talmudic times. Okay. Um, it's a pretty standard prayer. There's, there's really virtually no, um, variation in it among, you know, different, different Jewish traditions, different Sidurim, which means it's pretty hardwired. And it is what we add again, what it does, what, what the effect of it is. By the way, I'd say the same thing in Birkat Hamazon. It takes a standard prayer that we say every day, right? Right. So how do we mark that a day is special liturgically? One thing is, could be we add certain things, certain prayers. Subtract. Like Musaf. We could subtract, like Tachnun. Okay. Or um, you you could say, oh, we have we just do our regular everyday prayers, plus we add another piece of liturgy, Musaf. But we actually do more than that, which is we want to take the everyday prayer and we want to make it not every day. We don't want you, the group mind doesn't want you to get up to, let's say, Torah reading, okay, where we're going to read a special Torah reading. And up until now, you've been on total cruise control and it's like any other day. So Yalev Yavo already cues you in your quotidian, easy to do by rote and not think about it, morning daily Amida. I mean, same as Mincha and Mariv. It takes it and it makes it a little less quotidian by a little less quotidian and routine by inserting something in it that makes it special to acknowledge, remind you, make it feel like today is a special day. Does that make sense? So it's a way of kind of freshening up the routine. I'd put it that way, something like that. Spicing up the routine. Larry, and then we'll wrap up very shortly. This is just incidental. I always wondered why we say, <clears throat> we say, um, we insert it before, even though we never, don't do the same days. Before we would say the uh, Alhanisim for Hanukkah and and for Purim in the Amida, but in the Birkat Hamazon we say it before we reverse the order. Right, because it, had, yes, right, because the answer is it's not actually before or after. I mean, it is technically before or after, but that's not the purpose. Right, the purpose is structurally in the blessing. 
in the in the liturgy, the, the the chunk of liturgy that that prayer, you know, prayer sequence. Where does it fit best? Does that make sense? Yeah. So, and I'll on Eastim. Well, let's pause while while we're at it, um, because uh, why the Allah calling? Oh, right. Because why is Allah Nisim before the second inserted into, meaning it prefaces, it opens the second bracha in Birkat Hamazon, right? The Al Hakol Hashem Anachnu Modim Lach. We thank you. Okay? So that's why Al Hanisim is put as the lead into that paragraph in Birkat Hamazon, because that's the blessing in which we say thank you. Okay, so I'm now adding another thing because Alanisim is about thank you for the miracles that you did. Okay, so in the blessing where I'm going to say thank you, okay, I add in the thing about which I say thank you, Alanisim. In the blessing in which I'm going to talk about rebuilding Jerusalem, I'm going to add Yaleviavo, which is about accept our prayers, right? Which is of the three brachot is seen as most fits best with rebuilding Jerusalem. Okay, because we mentioned Jerusalem, right? So it's not a question of before, good point. And so it's not a question of before or after. It's a question of there is some thought given by someone, we don't know who the group mind, as to where this fits. Where does it fit? The same way you're, you're saying a special prayer for someone who's sick, where does that fit in your Amida? You're praying for rains because it's a drought, where does that fit in the Amida? You're praying for the rebuilding of Jerusalem on Tisha B'Av, where does that fit in the Amida? So all those things have a um, a place, um, and it's a place that seems reasonably logical if you actually understand the what the word means and put it into a logical context. So please enjoy saying Al-Hanisi many times a day. It's not Al-Hanisi. Yala Viyavo many times a day for the eighth days of Pesach. And uh, everyone have, a, as they say, a Zisa and a Kosher, a Pesach. Uh, I think if you say Zisha and Kosher, you say Pesach, Pesach. And um, I'll see you after Pesach. You have been listening to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. If you enjoy these podcasts, we invite you to write a review on the Apple podcast site or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Temple Beth Am, Los Angeles, go to TBA. LA.org.